this is Ray Martinez. Thanks for joining me today on this podcast. I often like to say in our group men's Bible study, this is the day that the Lord has made. He said we should rejoice and be glad in it. So make this a great day, what we're listening to, what we're learning today. Today we got a great teaching. Uh, It comes out of Jeremiah 23, verse 16. I'd like to read even 10 more verses, but I'm just going to read the first verse because I think that's the meat of it. And here's what it says. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says to his people. Do not listen to these prophets when they prophesy to you, filling you with futile hopes. They are making up everything they say. They do not speak for the Lord. So I've titled this message, Is This a False Prophet? With a big question mark. At noon on September 21st, 1938, a young meteorologist had warned the U.S. Weather Bureau of two fronts forcing a hurricane northward towards New England. I was reading this interesting story and I was just taken by what happened. It noted that the chief forecasting person mocked Charles Pierce's prediction saying that surely a tropical storm wouldn't strike it so far north. Well, two hours later, the 1938 New England hurricane made landfall on Long Island by 4 p.m. It had reached New England, tossing the ships and the land and the homes, crumbling homes literally, into the sea. More than 600 people died. Now think about this. Had the victims received Pierce's warnings, based on solid data that he had detailed with maps, they likely would have survived. But instead, this false prophet who mocked him caused a lot of loss of life. The concept of knowing whose word to pay attention to has precedent in the scripture. In Jeremiah's day, God warned his people against false prophets. He said, do not listen to them. Uh, They will fill you with false hopes. They speak visions from their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. Jeremiah 23, 16, it's clear. God said of them, if they had stood in my counsel, they would have proclaimed my words to my people. That's in verse 22. False prophets are still with us. Experts dispense advice while ignoring God altogether or twisting his words to suit their purposes. We've seen this occur in the pulpit, social media, and many other electronic venues. I've watched television evangelism uh, or ministers that want to mail you a handkerchief that will heal your body for a donation of money. They have made hundreds of thousands of dollars with this kind of false teaching. In the book of Jeremiah, we encounter a clear description of the false prophets. Then the Lord said to me, The prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I have not sent them or appointed them or spoken to them. They are prophesying to you false visions, definitions, idolatries, and the delusions of their own minds. Read it for yourself, Jeremiah 14, 14, and Zechariah 10, 2 is a good cross-reference. The primary difference between men like Jeremiah, a true prophet of God, and false prophets was their source of information. Rather than speak the word of the Lord, false prophets delivered messages that originated in their own hearts and minds. This is what the Lord Almighty says. 
Do not listen to what the prophets are prophesying to you. They will fill you with false hopes. Another difference between true prophets and false prophets in the Bible is motivation. True prophets are motivated by loyalty to God above all else, whereas false prophets are motivated by self-interest and a desire to be popular among the people. You can read this in 1 Kings chapter 22, verses 13 through 14. While Jeremiah foretold the grim truth of coming desolations upon Jerusalem in Jeremiah 4, the false prophets promised peace in Jeremiah 6, verse 14, and chapter 8, verse 11. Naturally, the people of Judah preferred the pleasant messages of the false prophets, right? Who doesn't like the good message? They want good news, not bad news. In Isaiah 30, verse 10, it says, Don't tell us what is right. Tell us nice things. Tell us lies. They literally want to hear the lies. They didn't want to hear the the truth. Often false prophets were hired for payment and spoke their messages for financial gain. Well, we see that today. Malachi 3.11 says, Her leaders judge for a bribe. Her priests teach for a price. And her prophets tell fortunes for money. Yet they look for the Lord's support and say, Is not the Lord among us? No disaster will come upon us. It says it right there. And that's what we see even today. Look at Nehemiah 6, verses 12 through 13. And Jeremiah 6, verses 13 through 14. Ezekiel 13, verse 19. 2 Peter 2, verses 1 through 3. This is nothing new. The punishment specified for false prophets in the Old Testament was severe. In Deuteronomy 18 verse 20, it says that any prophet dares to speak a message in my name that I have not commanded him to speak or to speak in the name of other gods, that prophet must be put to death. It's pretty harsh. In the New Testament, Jesus taught about false prophets in his Sermon on the Mount. Quote, he says, watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 18. Jesus went on to explain the grave consequences of being a false prophet. He said that every tree that does not bear good fruits is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit you will recognize them, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Matthew chapter 7, verses 19 through 23. God's going to judge all this. The Bible describes false prophets as being adulterous, Jeremiah 23, verse 14, as being treacherous, Zephaniah 3, 4, as being drunkards, Isaiah 28, 7, as being wicked, Jeremiah 23, 11, 
as being liars at Jeremiah 14, verse 14, and Jeremiah 23, verse 14. And associate with divinations and witchcraft, Jeremiah 14, 14, and Ezekiel 22, 28, and Acts 13, verse 6. So now you know the character of a false prophet. Scripture teaches believers to be diligent in faith and devotion to Christ's teaching so that they will be able to spot false prophets and false teachers quickly. 2 Peter 1.10, 1 John 4.1. Thankfully, the Bible outlines foolproof tests for recognizing false prophets. The key is to know what is true and what is not, and what is a true prophet and what they are like. A true prophet's words will be fulfilled. A true prophet's teachings are consistent with scripture. A true prophet's teachings will encourage righteous behavior and provide spiritual benefit. A true prophet's life will reflect a divine call. A true prophet will acknowledge Jesus Christ as divine. Now there's plenty of scripture to support this. I just don't have the time to read them all. Today, on social media, there is a person who claims to know the date of the rapture of the church. He's claiming that it will be between June 5th and June 15th, 2022. And he says he's leaning towards June 5th as being the actual day. He's going to be put to the three-pronged test because when it doesn't happen, that'll prove that he is a false prophet. If we use the scriptures, it's clear nobody knows the date or the time. And the third prong test is that this person doesn't cite any scriptures to back up what he says. You know this is a false prophet. Through God's word and spirit, God has given us what we need to begin to discern the false from the true. As we gauge everything by the truth of his word, our own words and lives will increasingly reflect that truth to others. The old saying said by a very famous person, His name was Jesus, and he said, the truth will set you free. And that's what he offers us. Stick with the truth. Stick with the word of God, what the scripture tells us. Have a great day.